0: Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is.
2: Jonathan here with the Score North download as you spend time inside and away from others. Prepare for the days ahead when we return to many of the fabulous businesses and golf courses around Right now at ScoreNorth.com, we have two great deals from the new Richmond Golf Club, just 15 minutes east of Stillwater. Deal one includes 27 holes of golf, range balls, lunch, and beverage, a $130 value for only $65. Deal number two includes a foursome with cart, range balls, and lunch, a $332 value for only $166. Visit ScoreNorth.com keyword. Deals, another deal going on right now, courtesy of the NFL and the NBA. The NBA is offering league pass for everybody for free up until April 22nd. And the NFL is offering their NFL game pass for free up until the end of May, if I read that correctly, which is an awesome thing for people who are now stuck inside, quarantined. So good to know that you can get those for free and watch plenty of football and plenty of basketball. For the foreseeable future, Boston
3: fans can go back and watch classic Tommy games. Classic Tommy, relive the glory. Yeah, that's when, going when, score when, when do you think
0: Jonathan Vince McMahon steps up to the plate and offers the WWE he, Network? He for didn't want
2: to. He didn't want to get rid of WrestleMania. You think he's going to let <laughs> WWE Network? Yeah, go they're going to have yeah, WrestleMania right in an empty gym. Is that what I heard? WrestleMania yeah. is going to take place in an empty gym this year. They've mm-hmm. done SmackDown and Raw in an empty gym the past couple of weeks, and it's, it's going to be wild. weird. Have you guys super been wild. watching that? Is it weird I to watch? Because oh, it's watch. super weird. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable. Yeah, like, it's uncomfortable because there's no crowd reaction.
0: And part of it too is you can, you know, those guys, those guys when there's a crowd, those guys are communicating with each other and like telling each other what moves are coming and stuff in the ring. Wait, wait, wait. They're doing what? I know. Breaking news. What? Breaking news. Yeah, it's crazy. What do you mean? Like, yeah, like yeah John, John Cena is like,
4: I'm going to get you. I mean, they're saying I'm even, going to even more specifically, destroy you?
0: I'm going to destroy you with a pile driver and then I'm going to pick you up and give you a DDT. You go off the ropes and come back at me. And with oh, no, no fans no. in the arena, no. you, you can tell me you can well, telling talking me right now. This, about this week's been
4: tough enough, okay? <laughs> what are you telling me right now. Robbie, this week has been tough yeah. enough. I don't want to go there. Sorry, yeah. Let's just end this conversation right here, because I don't know what you're
3: trying to say, but I don't like it. So next next December 25th, Santa Claus ain't coming, huh? Yeah.
0: Yep, pretty much. Pretty much it. All right. Let's get our friend in here from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Darren Doogie Wolfson. You can find the Scoop podcast as well on all Score North platforms, Score North app, Apple, Spotify, and scorenorth.com. So, Doogie, we are an hour and a half into NFL free agency. The Vikings have already had a really active week. They've traded Stephon Diggs, they have signed Kirk Cousins to a contract extension, and they've said goodbye to some formerly key players. Trey Wayne's gone. Josh Klein uh, was started 13 games or whatever it was last year. He's gone. Limbaugh Joseph to the Chargers. So how would you sort of size up the next 72 hours for
1: the Minnesota Vikings with the limited cap space they do have and with their needs? Well, they certainly want to bring back Everson Griffin. Hello, gentlemen. Good to be on with you guys. Hope you guys are doing okay. I'm actually right down the hallway from you, but I understand, you know, due to everything going on, I literally can't join you in studio. I'm actually recording the next Scoop podcast.
3: Doogie, I'm on the show, and I can't join them in studio. That's that's how how solid this lockdown is.
1: Absolutely asinine and crazy, but I also understand it to some extent. Like, I had to run and go pick up some... Some prescriptions from Bloomington Drug for for my older son who's who's got a compromised immune system. I mean, just you know, tip of the cap to to the people working at Bloomington Drug doing everything they're doing. Everybody in the health field. I mean, it's just it's scary. It's frightening. Uh, so thankfully we have an escape a sports escape to to analyze. They want to bring back Everson Griffin. That market is moving today, is my understanding. The Jets have inquired. I mean, think about the drama. The the drama over the years between the Jets and the Vikings. The Jets have interest in Everson Griffin. The Seattle Seahawks have interest in Everson. Now, they want to keep Clowney, and it sounds like his market is not developing like maybe his camp had hoped. You know, But if Clowney ends up elsewhere, keep an eye on Pete Carroll reuniting with his guy, Everson Griffin. But the Vikings absolutely want to bring back Everson. So i keep an eye on him. They want to bring back Dan Bailey. On the Josh Klein news that literally broke in what, the last half hour, yes. I don't think any reporter had it. It was the Vikings putting out the press release, Josh Klein out, the dead cap hit is like 4.6 million. They do save like a million and a half on the cap, but like this is unheard of in these parts guys with the Vikings having over $20 million in dead cap space, just texting with some people. It sounds like the Vikings had some interest in a restructure of Klein's deal he rejected that. He does have a concussion history. That was the first thing that came into my mind. You know, are there some, are there some medical concerns there? But, like, you can make a case that Josh Klein was their second-best offensive lineman last year. Brian O'Neill one, Klein two, Reef three. And now, all of a sudden, you let him go. you know. So could they make a move on a guy from Brainerd High School, Joe Hag, who started some games over the years for the Indianapolis Colts? That's one outside free agent offensive lineman they have some interest in.
4: Dukes, is Elfline in jeopardy, too? Because he was awful, almost unplayable. Klein was not great and at times was bad. Uh, Pet Elfline, though, with a bad shoulder, bad ankle from a few years back, was, I thought, at times, unplayable. Is
1: he potentially next? Well, I wonder if he actually moves from left guard to right guard. I think he actually sticks, Judd. I mean, I don't have all the numbers in front of me. Over the cap is a really good resource. Like, I've talked to people in the league. They'll tell you that that website is spot on. So maybe you can queue that up or somebody can queue it up and look at what the dead money would be versus the cap savings. But I'm pretty sure the cap savings is pretty minimal. So I think at this point he's around. I have to imagine they create all sorts of competition. Like, I can't sit here and tell you whenever week one is, let's say it's September, whatever, that he's the starting left guard or right guard. I'd imagine maybe somebody beats him out. But if I had to guess yet, I think we see uh, Pat Elfline here in training camp. Doogie, with the extra picks that they got in the Stephon Diggs trade,
3: and I don't know if it's too early out for anybody to be talking about this, and if that's the case, feel free to recklessly speculate. It's something we do around here. Do you know if that was in hopes of flipping it into a higher draft pick or some other kind of asset? Because it's a lot of draft picks, but this is a football team that looks like it wants to win now, and usually drafts don't pay off for two, three, four years down the road, and, oh, yeah, you have Stephon Diggs to replace.
1: So what you're suggesting, Rami, is taking picks 22 and 25 and potentially moving up for somebody, maybe somebody they really like. I mean, they really like the Iowa offensive lineman, Tristan Wurf's, you know, but he dominated the combine. I mean, there's some, there's some cheddar about him going top five. You know, so could they move up high enough to get warps? You know, I don't know. Uh, is there somebody else they really, really like? You know, do they love the Ohio State cornerback? I mean, when you look at cornerbacks, you know, Kuda's in a, in a category all by himself, and you've got the LSU guy and the Florida guy and some others in a second tier. Is that possible? Sure, but I think they'd have to move up incredibly high. You know, and Judd can speak to this. I mean, normally Rick moves back before he moves up. I mean, they've moved up before. They moved up for, you know, didn't they move up for Harrison Smith or Teddy Bridgewater? So, you know, there's some history of of them moving up for a particular guy. Uh, But it's more likely that they end up moving back. But, yeah, could I see a scenario? Uh, Not that I have, like, direct intel outside of knowing that they really like the Iowa offensive linemen. Yeah, but could I see a scenario where they find a way to move up? Yeah, absolutely. I would now rule that out, Rami.
4: Dude, Do you have a feel for what the path is here? Because, you know, they signed Cousins to the extension, uh, freed up by doing that $10 million in cap space. That's That creates help for immediate needs. Then they turn around on Monday night and they trade digs. And I get he forced the trade, but then you take a plethora of draft picks, which is a good deal. But that screams 2021, 22, 23. In talking to people and checking in with sources, do you have any gut feel for what the actual path in Egan is right now?
1: Well, I think the path is that of them competing. I mean, that's just, that's in their DNA from the Wilfs on down. So they certainly aren't hitting the reset button, the rebuild button. But yeah, I mean, based on $22 million in dead cap space, you know, some of the other moves they've made or not made, like they didn't make an effort to bring back Trey Wayne's, not that they could touch that money. They really didn't make much of an effort to bring back Stephen Weatherly. So they've accepted some of these moves. They really didn't try to bring back Linval Joseph after he hit the market you know, a little bit of dialogue, I guess, on roads, But, I mean, we're going to see so many new faces. Yeah, I think it's inevitable that, that you know what, maybe they end up using uh, all these draft picks, the, the double-digit draft picks they have. Try to bring in a bunch of young talent, you know, see where they get with it, and, and if need be, uh, you know, maybe put more emphasis on, you know, how they can compete and, and get back to a high level in 2021 or 2022. But just knowing Zimmer's DNA like, he's not one to say, yeah, we're not going to be all that competitive. And, you know, they are adding the, uh, the extra playoff team, right? So now we have seven in each conference, so that helps the Vikings' chances just like it helps everybody's chances. So my inkling is, Judd, that when you give Cousins the money you gave him, they still are thinking playoffs. Whether that's realistic or not, we can have that conversation. But they absolutely are thinking playoffs in 2020.
0: So uh, apologies if you sprinkled this in already, but I'd love you to go as, as deep as your knowledge base and or connections will, will take you. The Vikings have Kirk Cousins locked up long-term. Long-term meaning multiple years. Uh, they've they've got a window to win right now, but they've also made some moves in trading stuff on digs that maybe can help them for the future, multiple first-round picks. What's going to happen with Spielman and Zimmer at this point contractually?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm the same person, Phil, that was, was on your show, you know, going back, you know, six to, eight to 10 weeks ago. I think I did the show right after the Sunday after the, the 49ers playoff loss. I think I did it with Judd, in fact. And, and I said, hey, you know, all signs point to, to Spielman and Zimmer getting contract extensions. And now as we sit here on March 18th, we've yet to hear of news of those guys getting contract extensions. Uh, there's still a ways to go. Uh, and I still would not be shocked if they end up getting contract extensions, but it is interesting. Like, Judd, you know, you can chime in, Judd. You're the one who told me to check on the potential of Zimmer not getting yeah, I heard that a contract extension. You heard that, and, yep. and you've sourced that out. Uh, I'm just telling you I would not be shocked if he ends up getting one, yep. or if there's been some sort of assurance given behind the scenes from from the Wilfs that, that, you know what, we'll take care of it later at some later date, uh, but know that there's, you know, a, a good chance you're going to be here, you know, some sort of you know, verbal assurance, you're going to be here in 2021, you know, whether you have the contract right now for 2021 or not, that, that you're going to be here and, and, and same for Rick Spielman. But it is interesting. And, and I've run into a, a few roadblocks on that front yet. I've tried, Uh, To source that out, and I'd love to give you guys the the definitive answer right now, I just don't have it. I'm just saying, though, I would not be surprised if both Zimmer and Spielman, because of the the Cousins extension and, and the fact that all three are married, if all three are here in 2021.
3: We heard last season that Zimmer and Spielman contractually, their fates were tied. Do you know if that's still the case, or is it possible one gets an extension and the other is playing or coaching for his job this year?
1: Well, I mean, they think around me the world of of George Payton, assistant general manager, who's had endless opportunities to go be a GM somewhere else. Uh, Frankly, he's overqualified to be a team's assistant general manager. So is there a scenario I could foresee where Zimmer ends up sticking and they make a move on Rick? I suppose. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily rule out anything just because they could hire internally and go with a guy that they really, really like. Uh, But, yeah, I think for the most part, uh, if one is back next year, the other one is back as well. Yeah.
0: Um, It's 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 such an interesting time here, and now that Tom Brady just made his way to the NFC, the NFC, the NFC just took the NFC was loaded Doogie last year, and now they just took whatever's left in the tank of the greatest quarterback of all time and pulled him from the AFC to the NFC. So um, you look at the Viking schedule and some of the we just went through it in the first segment, some of the great Hall of Fame quarterbacks they face on the road, and I, I could honestly see, I could see a path where. This core, Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, and Rick Spielman are together for like three more years, and the team is competitive, and they're still in the fight. I could also see a scenario, and we've and we've had this happen with various coaches in recent Vikings history, where they get off to a bad start with a tough schedule, and they blow things sky high with a coach mid-season. I mean, they're like the range of possibilities for the Vikings is uh, is pretty wide, wouldn't you say? I would
1: say that. I'm also curious to see what takes place with Dalvin Cook. Not yeah. that he has a lot of leverage, and talks are not off the ground, but talks will pick up. I mean, there were some talks in Indianapolis at the Combine, talks between Cook's agent and the Vikings will pick up at some point here in the in the coming weeks. What happens with Dalvin Cook? To me, that's as fascinating a storyline as, as any now that Stephon Diggs is on his way. I can tell you, Cook wants big-time money. He's entering the final year of his deal. Now, without leverage, like him sitting out, what does that really accomplish and at this point, I mean, the Vikings are not reporting on April 20th for off-season workouts. At this point, it doesn't look like, you know, OTAs are going to happen. It doesn't look like minicamp is going to happen. Maybe best-case scenario, you know, training camp starts on time in late July. But, like, let's say, okay, that's it. July 26th, day one of Vikings training camp, whatever the day is in late July. Is Dalvin Cook on the practice field? I wouldn't be shocked if he isn't. If talks go south. You know, what are the Vikings willing to do? Clearly the Vikings have some interest in retaining Dalvin Cook long-term. But what are they willing to pay him? He wants more than Ezekiel Elliott money. I don't have those numbers in front of me, but that's not a starting point. Like somebody directly involved told me, maybe look at the Peterson contract from years ago, the big one Ugh. he signed with the Vikings. Not no. that the Vikings would do that, Judd. No. In fact, I would be shocked if the Vikings would do that contract. I'm just saying, though, that's where the Cook camp is going to start things. You know, so how far do they go down? How far will they budge? I'm just telling you, that situation with Dalvin Cook is about as fascinating to me as anything with the Vikings right now.
4: Guys, here's my question, not just for the Vikings and the National Football League, but sports-wise. With what we're going through, and we don't know when it's going to end, but when it does and teams start to come back and guys start to come back, you know what is going to change drastically for now? Salary caps and expectations on contracts. So if Dalvin Cook... Uh, Three weeks ago, Dalvin Cook might have thought, I am going to break the bleeping bank, right, Dukes? But the Vikings are now going to say, hey, hey, hold on a second, slow down here. Revenues are going to be down, and this is especially true in basketball, hockey, and potentially baseball, but football too. Mm -hmm. So I I wonder if athletes' asks are going to have to change, especially in, in salary cap leagues, because my feeling is in the three salary cap leagues, things are going to have to be reset here pretty hard. We are we are definitely in a period where it's going to depend how long this outbreak and uh, coronavirus situation lasts, but we cannot assume that when teams come back, it's going to be business as usual. We're paying you, you, and you. A guy like Dalvin Cook and his agent might have to give serious thought to rethinking what their expectation for even 2020 into twenty one is going to be.
1: I completely agree. Now, I will say the TV money is still absurd right it's still ridiculous the tv money isn't going anywhere so i do wonder you know how much does the salary cap you know potentially get impacted but yeah i mean i think heck i think life as we know it is going to change to what extent i can't quantify that but like human interaction like fans being able to show up for training camp stuff like that like i just think you know forget sports for a second I'm telling you, I think life as we know it is going to change in some regard moving forward once we're past, you know, this pandemic. Uh, I'm just curious to see, you know, to to what extent. But, yeah, undoubtedly, there, there's there's zero doubt, Judd, that, that not only Dalvin and his agent, but, yeah, go up and down every professional, you know, sports league yeah. that I think, you know, both teams and, and players are going to have to have, you know, some sort of. You know, uh, when it comes to contract negotiations, just any sort of expectation, they're going to have to lower those.
0: Doogie, we got a bounce. So, for anything else, I know you've got some stuff cooking on the Scoop Podcast this week and the Scoop Podcast feed. Uh, We'll just direct people to the Scoop with Doogie on demand on Apple, Spotify, or the Score North app. All right. We'll talk to you soon.
1: I appreciate it, Phil. Yeah. Episode 289 should be available in the next 45 minutes. Conversations with Zeke Najee Hopkins High School. Pac 12 Freshman of the Year from the University of Arizona, Dave St. Peter, Brandon Zylstra, a bunch of Vikings notes. So, yeah, that should be available here pretty quick. All right. Stay safe.
0: We'll talk soon, Dukes.
1: Same with you guys. See ya. See ya, buddy.
0: Uh, love that guy. He's awesome. He's just, he's like, he he's a grinder, too. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman's contracts. But I have a question for you guys here, real quick, before we uh, get to a break in a few minutes and write that down. Predictions coming up in 10 minutes with. A giant accountability session. We had like 40 things come off the board I don't need to hear that. between us. 40? Yeah. it's re- Maybe even more than that. That's scary. How yeah. long is this going to take? We, the hour? It might be the hour. Wow. It's going to be a long, long road wow. to write that down today. 40? Right? It's, a, it's aggressive. Yeah, he said 40, Rami. Yeah.
4: 40. Are you oh. exaggerating? No.
3: Is this
0: hyperbole? Here, let me show Let me show Judd here. Don't read any of these because well, we don't to, to say the camera.
3: This. I can see you. Hi. <laughs> Rami's fascinated by the new cameras. I really have here. I got. Uh, Yeah,
0: if you want to watch us, we are streaming on Twitch. twitch Twitch.tv/score. Is that
3: what this is? (laughs) What did you?
4: Rami's the one isolated. So it's Phil and I, same room. Jonathan, producer studio, <laughs> Rami. I think Rami's going, Rami's going crazy. I am. Dude. Hi, bubble boy. I haven't had like
3: face-to-face human
4: interaction for like six
3: days, man. Yeah, I'm going a little <laughs> loopy over here.
0: <laughs> I love how Rami, Rami earlier today invited invited uh, his producer on Score North Live, which you can find noon to two on Score North and the Score North app AM 1500. Uh, he invited Declan over for a little, you know, once the NFL news cycle settles down, you know, how can we... A little planning session. How can we still plan an session just, for the show? Rami's like, just come over come over to my house and... No. Like, Declan is, like, pale white, usually. <laughs> more scared pale white Rami. to go into Rami's home during this period of Why quarantine. Why do you want Declan in your
3: home? Honey? So we can have a planning session. N- not now. What do you mean? It's a pandemic. No, Judd, they said gatherings of 10 or more. This yeah. is me and Declan. You we'll know what stay- that means to me? I'm putting a big fat
4: zero on the camera.
3: I have a big I have a big long couch. He can sit at one end. I'll sit at the other. We'll be like five six feet away from each other. It'll be fine all right, let We're me fine. ask this
0: what is in in the last forty eight hours since the state of Minnesota and Governor Tim Wallace basically said and mm-hmm. and the CDC basically said all right, everything is going to be shut down, and we strongly recommend gatherings of 10 or more just be completely cut, all right? With those new realities in the last 48 hours, mm-hmm. what's the biggest social risk you guys have taken so far in the last two days? Probably going to the grocery store.
3: Biggest social Actually, risk. Actually, no, nothing. I take that back. I've, I've, been, gone, I've been, gone home. I have That's not it. stopped using the fitness room in my building. They closed ours down last night. Did they really? Yeah. No, ours is still open. I just We have disinfectant wipes in there. I wipe everything I'm going to touch... I wipe it down before and after I work out. Because
0: we took a pretty big social risk last night. What did right? you do? What'd you do? Yeah. Would you Listen, watch
2: 2011 season of The Bachelor?
0: <laughs> no, that's this weekend.
4: That was good, Jonathan. <laughs> good. Don't good. condescend to me. Good cheap shot, Jonathan.
0: All right. So St. Patrick's Day. Listen, I, my last name is Mackey. I am fifty percent Irish. Call- uh, my no. wife is fifty percent uh, Irish. Okay. I'm away. We do. we ordered. Shamrock shakes oh, I saw, yeah. from McDonald's okay. oh, that's fine. for delivery. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay? For delivery. What's that's wrong fine. with that? Yeah. I'm going to
3: order some food tonight. There we was, should be ordering.
0: The, but there was a right. super awkward handoff. So the the delivery driver shows up. I think it was either Grubhub or DoorDash. I can't remember. Yeah. You and you? And I go down to the lobby, okay? And so he's standing in the lobby, and there's a glass door between us. And it was like... I opened the door slightly, reached my arm around. He's, like, <laughs> leaning back as far as he can, and he's, like,
2: holding the you bag out. There wasn't, like, a bench for him to set it on or well, something?
0: In retrospect, he could have just literally set it down, and I could have just washed it it. Did you disinfect the cups then? I did, yes. Okay. I did. That's not a big risk. And I also, like, after handling yeah. the bag, I wash. I, I, like, who knows? Like, I don't know how you can. I just like, if someone holds the bag things. handles and, like, they sneeze. Well, that's exactly that's, the I love that yeah. the
3: world is more of a germaphobe than i am this is great the tables have really turned i hope you guys learned your lesson but you know what you (laughs) guys didn't learn your your lesson because you did all that and then probably took your phone in the bathroom Oh, it's more than You went through definitely. all that. You it, went through all that to it, get the shamrock shake. I'm cleaning my phone guy. now. Been shows now. Yeah. I'm Go cleaning my phone. Rami now.
0: excitedly took my phone to the bathroom to read more about coronavirus. I yeah, a poll. for those twelve there's, to fifteen minutes. I'm cleaning minutes. my phone all
3: there's, the time now. There's less than an hour left in the poll, but we can we can call it in. The results are in. I asked yesterday, are you still taking the phone in the bathroom with all the germ hysteria going on? Yeah. 513 votes. 86.2 percent of you are still gross. 86.2% of you just use, to the guy who's
2: still using a public workout space. Yeah, I, just used I used wipe, wipe it down, thing. I don't touch my matter. face
3: and I take a shower as so- soon as I'm done. You guys are walking around with poop phones, man. No, wipe your phone, phone down. That's probably where this all no. started. If you wipe your phone down, Cor- your no, that's not true. I'm convinced that coronavirus started with a poop germ on somebody's phone no. that mutated. Convinced. I'm convinced. I believe we've confirmed that it came from a bat in China. Yes. No, that's is, that, a, that's, is that true? That's, yes. No, that's okay. a, that's that's. How did the bat Get it. That's, That's my question. Man, That's uh, always been my the, question.
0: The bat has an iPhone. <laughs> it's a
3: man. <laughs> the bat it's like was taking his iPhone with him the in the bathroom. Well, it's time to look at the spring <laughs> training scores. I can't believe this. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I knew I was no, still going to be. They do that? I knew I was still going to be a very small minority of people who don't take their phone in the bathroom, but I can't believe these results. This is. This is disgusting and concerning. Right, about the that. world's
2: supposedly cleaner than ever now that we're all using hand sanitizer and we? Can't what does get it matter
3: if anymore? you're washing your hands and not touching your face? If is you're this really your platform? Still? Yes. If you constantly have a poop phone in your hand and then you're putting it up to your face, don't yeah. even bother washing your hands. You disgusting animals. We got bigger concerns than poop phones, Rami. <laughs> No, we really don't. At these at these times, we really don't. We really, really don't.
4: I that, feel like it's focused all wrong. That was a clean drop. So I feel like it's focused all wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you don't have concerns because we haven't gotten to the right that done accountability session yet. <laughs> That's where the concerns should lie. true We're going to do that when we come back here to so Mackie and jeb with Rami on Score North and the Score North app. And as everybody is well aware at this point, these are very crazy, uncertain times in America, in Minnesota uncertain times with the stock market, and it's more important now than ever to have a reliable, steady hand navigating your retirement and investment accounts. I can't stress this enough. You don't want to make a knee-jerk decision that could cost you a lot of money down the road. This is the time, if you're not 100% sure what your strategy should be, talk to someone who is 100% sure about the big picture and about strategy. Dale Tondrick in Tondrick Wealth Management will help you set up a plan to make sure that you are still on the right track long-term for retirement. And he'll make sure that you have all the info you need to make the best decisions for you and your life and your family. Dale Tondrick can be reached at 952-401-1671. That's 952-401-1671. Or go to MyInvestingCoach.com. That's MyInvestingCoach.com.
2: The Score North Spring Auction is underway with great items up for grabs on home improvement, family fun, hunting, lodging, and more. To view all the items and place your bid, visit scorenorth.com, keyword auction.